Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Second Mix Riffs. Unedited, uncut, just me sitting here talking into a microphone. I've been thinking about this story that I've wanted to tell, and it doesn't fit in with my usual stuff, but it is something that actually happened. So here we go. I've always called it the Amish Tea Party. So my wife and I were the only guests in a five-suite bed and breakfast in mid-Ohio. Otherwise, if there were other guests, I don't think that this whole thing would have gone down like it did. But during the initial tour earlier that day, our hostess, whose name was Mary Lee, uh, opened up the refrigerator and showed me the top shelf with all the cans of soda on it. And she told us, help yourselves to the soda. She also told us that we could use the refrigerator to store whatever we needed. There's plenty of room, she said. I liked the ambience of the B&B, and it was pleasant beginning with my call to book the room. Uh, for example, she said check-ins from 3 to 6 p.m., but she asked us if we could definitely make it between 4 and 6 p.m. because she was taking her Amish neighbor to the doctor and before that and had a local community ice cream social after that. So after our arrival um, and then giving us a little tour of the place, she left us with her phone number and said if we needed anything, we could call and that she would be home around 930. She was exactly 15 minutes late. I will never forget that part. At 9.40 p.m. after watching the sunset, uh, Janelle and I headed into the house, and I went for a soda from the fridge and asked Janelle if she wanted a soda. And she said she'd rather have some of the iced tea that's in the refrigerator, and she pointed to that big jug at the bottom of the refrigerator. It's the glass kind with the little plastic push-button pouring mechanism at the bottom. And I was, I said to Janelle, the lady didn't say we could have any of the tea. She only said that we could have the soda. She only mentioned the soda. So I said, how about this? We can make some hot tea, which was there for us at the coffee station, and then put some ice in it. And Janelle said, well, I think I'm just going to grab some from the refrigerator. So I sat my laptop on the table and prepared to do a little bit of writing. And I heard her cry for help. And I was like, what's going on? She's like, just help. And I looked up and saw her running to the sink, holding the glass jug full of iced tea and a small drinking glass underneath it with the tea pouring nonstop out of the pouring mechanism, overflowing the cup, leaving a trail of tea all the way from the refrigerator to the sink. Years ago, I would have thought that a scene like this would be out of the ordinary for me. But that was before I met my wife. She has a tendency to be the anomaly in the most normal situations that can be imagined. In Douglas Adams' book, The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul, uh, Douglas Adams' detective Dirk Gently buys a couch for his upstairs apartment. And the moving company in the story gets the couch stuck in the hallway, taking it up the stairs. And after a long time of attempting to get it unstuck, they give up and leave the couch where it is. So Dirk, Dirk gently calls in a team of physicists and mathematicians to help him figure out how to get the couch into his apartment. And after some time of calculations, these guys determine that it's physically impossible to get the couch into the position that it's currently in unless the apartment building was constructed around the couch. Since I met my wife... Douglas Adams fiction has become an everyday reality for me. If there's something to get stuck on, she gets stuck on it. And 
in an almost impossible way. If there's nothing to get stuck on, she'll get stuck on it. A few months ago, she walked past a baby stroller while she was holding a bungee cord in her hand and the bungee cord got caught in the stroller. And in just a second, the strap was caught inside the stroller in a way that I had to take the wheel off the baby stroller to get the bungee cord out of it. So I wasn't surprised at all by the leaking tea or the stuck nozzle or her crying for help. I was a little embarrassed because I felt like we were stealing from the the air or sorry, the bed and breakfast. And the less we had to do to cover our tracks, the better while she's pouring tea all over the floor. I took the jug away from her, held it on its side so that tea wasn't pouring out anymore. And as she started cleaning up the mess, I began to look at the spout apparatus to see if I could fix it. I was standing at the sink trying to figure out how the rubber piece is supposed to fit back inside the plastic piece in a way that would not, that would let the tea stay inside the jar, right? But hide the evidence. I I didn't want anybody to see what was going on. And then I had the thought, what time is it? And Janelle was like, it's a quarter to 10. I said, what time, what time is she supposed to be back? And Janelle said, 930. So I'm getting a little nervous here. I shoved the rubber piece inside the plastic piece as hard as I could. I felt like the positive contact, as they call it in the mechanic world, I felt positive contact. It snapped back into place. I gave the jar to Janelle and began cleaning the sink. 10 seconds after the jar was back in the fridge and the washcloth was folded in back where I got it from, the front door opened and she walked in. Every parent is able to sense that their children have been misbehaving. The posture that kids take when they're trying to look innocent, the gears spinning in their little heads, trying to figure out if the parent knows that something is up and casually glancing around the room for any signs that might be a testament of their behavior. I haven't felt like an eight-year-old in 40 years, but we looked guilty as hell. I was trying to look innocent. I don't know if we weren't supposed to drink the tea. Nothing was ever said, and we had a, a nice, another little chat with our hostess, and then she went off to bed, and the whole time, Janelle was standing there with a glass of iced tea in her hand. We went downstairs uh, into our room to hang out for a little bit, and we were just sitting there laughing at everything that just happened, and I asked Janelle if I could have a sip of tea in payment for all of my assistance and hard work. She said, you can have the rest of it. It's not very good at all. All right, thank you for listening to Second Mix Riffs. I'll be back on Thursday with a regular episode. I'll see you soon.